What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Kev, Josh, Steve, and Shoes. We're going to talk about the home kit reveal, break down the Hounds 2-0 loss to Penn State, and, oh yeah, chat with Riverhounds midfielder Anthony Velarde about his views on the preseason so far. Let's go! Everything was just falling into place. puts inside with this run Velarde. Oh. Guys, we got a full house tonight. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Lots of lots of people here. Um, but you know, we got a lot to talk about, so it's it's good. Um, obviously, I want to get to the whole Penn State game and talk about that. But first, guys, before the Penn State game happened, the Hounds decided to reveal their home kit. Now, the past few years, they've had like an actual event where you go down to the stadium and they revealed all the kits. And I think part of that was, you know, the first year that they did it. I shouldn't even say that. I think they did it once in the Dave Brandt era. Does that sound right? Does anybody remember? Yeah. Yeah. They did it a couple of times because they would have a, like it upstairs in the, the box area and they would, they had a couple of events there. And usually it's just kind of like paired up with another event type thing. It's like this season Porter event would also be part of that. Yeah, and so two years ago when Bob Lilly first got here, um, I think it was a big deal that Lilly was here. Last year, the big thing was the logo reveal. Um, or no, was that two years ago? I'm getting all sorts of mixed up. Anyway, they're not doing a big event as far as I know this year. <laughs> Instead, they just revealed the jerseys. Um, uh, Robbie Mertz had a video that they just sort of dropped online of when they were doing the, the promo shots. Uh, that'll be aired during the game and the players are wearing new home kits and so for those who haven't seen it um the the uh, previous home kits were affectionately known as sort of the bumblebee kits but not really they were sort of gold with sort of thin stripes that started with a, a sort of a deeper v at the top and ended it sort of a almost like a horizontal line at the bottom these are like straight hoops they're yellow jerseys with black hoops across the front but it doesn't look like they're across the back or the sides as far as we could tell now, you know, the, the reaction online seems to be varied, but I wanted to get your guys sort of hot takes on what you think of these shoes. I haven't talked to you personally about this. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on these kits? Uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's a step down from last year's. I liked the, the stripes breaking up a little more thin. Um, I think the one thing they did do right, and it's not really, I guess, on them, is the AHN logo is now AHN. Um, and it, it fits a lot better on a jersey than having all that text. And it no longer over, well, I guess the tops kind of overlap the stripes a little bit. But uh, we wanted the Adidas logo out of the, you know, on its own, and it's in between stripes. And then they made it white. Why is it white? I have no idea, but I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, there's no three stripes, which I know everybody argues uh, about the Adidas three stripes, but the fact that they're not there at all is kind of weird. There's nothing to break up the stripes ending from the front to the back. And I don't like the fact that if it's a taller person, such as, uh, Dos Santos, there's a little tiny, like black triangles at the very top by the also very yellow collar for, I don't, I don't know. It's just not, I'm just not a fan. I'm hoping it'll grow on me. We'll see. Maybe I'll save some money this year. I don't know. We'll see what I- <laughs> Steve, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, I, I like them uh, overall. Um, sure, there are things that I could complain about. Um, I think they would have looked more sharp if the collar and the end of the sleeves had been black instead of yellow. Uh, that would have been a nice touch. I, you know, I didn't even notice the white Adidas when it's pointed out. Sure, it's not optimal. Um, I like the thick stripes on the front, and I'm a big fan of not having just Adidas stripes everywhere. Uh, I just... Adidas tends to throw their three stripes on every possible part of a shirt that it seems like they can, and not seeing that is kind of refreshing for me. Um, so uh, it, I'm interested to see the actual color of yellow uh, in the video and some of the promo shots. It looked like it might be a tiny bit softer than last year. Um, if so, I think I'm going to like it. If not, I mean, not going to dislike the color, but um, uh, maybe a little bit of a softer yellow, um, something I think I'd like. Yeah, Josh? What are you thinking? Um, I think I lean more towards shoes point of view on it. I, I don't like the fact that they're not hoops. They're actually just lines because they stop at the front of the shirt and they don't like they're just there and then they're not on the back. They don't kind of wrap around at all. Um, I don't fact that, I don't like the fact that there's something to break up where they stop and where the back of the shirt begins. And with as far as the yellow goes, it's it's weird to see a different yellow when the logo is still the old yellow. So now you have a it looks like a a yellow on the on the crest that doesn't match the yellow on the kit and so that just looks weird to me. Um the AHN and the Adidas logo actually I think those both look fine. I, it's weird that's white but it the fact that it's not being covered up by the black of the uh the stripe I'm fine with and I actually like the thick black lines. I think it looks bold and it is fun. I, I like that aspect of it. I just wish it the design followed through to the back. Um, some way, and that they had a way to break it up and had like a black collar it would look cool because it would actually be a hoop around the collar as well. Yeah, Kev, what are you thinking? I mean, we'll continue with the very theme. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, <laughs> I think the only the only thing that's been mentioned before already that that I it is a kind of weird is is yeah like the the um, the black triangles that occurs on like larger XL jerseys or whatever. That's a little weird. You would think you wouldn't have like a consistent design no matter like how tall of a player you are. Um, but no, I love it. I think it looks clean. I think it looks professional. Um, I, I kind of like the yellow color. I mean, all of this should be taken with a, with a grain of salt. I mean, we could, we could see the obvious difference between the yellow on the shirt and the yellow on the badge, but I don't know different screens, different monitors, different displays. Until I see it live in person, I can say, okay, yeah, that's the yellow or whatever. Um, but no, I love it. Uh, and then, yeah, just a small shout out. I feel like Robbie Mertz on that video is somewhere in between like a new neighbor on a full house episode and like the Justin <laughs> Bieber, like, you know, music video where he's like in the pool, like in his backyard dancing or whatever. Um, yeah, so uh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I gotta love how, like, as soon as they put it out, you know, the running joke was when we had him on, he was like, oh, I'll come on every week. Like, I'll be I'll be another host <laughs> with you guys. So I just said, like, you know, part-time Mongols host, Robbie Mertz dropping the news, and he wrote back, hey, when am I coming back on? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're gonna have to make that happen. Um, I think I, I, I think I kind of like them. I think the disappointing thing to me is I looked at them and I immediately thought Tampa Bay, because I feel like Tampa Bay has been hoops, like, forever, and while I wasn't a huge fan of the previous iteration of the home kits, what I liked about them is nobody else had a kit like that. Like it was, it was, it was Pittsburgh. We had our own distinct look. And so I'm glad that we stayed with stripes. 
Like, I, I hope we sort of, like, pick a thing and we stick with it. And if you want to keep doing variations with that, like, cool. Um, if we would decide to throw that away and do polka dots, I'd be like, what's going on here? But um, I think I'm sort of on the fence. Like I, I, like I said, it, it looks very much like other teams' kits, which I guess is okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to agree. I, I like that there's a consistency from last year to this year. Um, I, I, that's the big thing for me. Um, it makes a big difference. So, yeah. Okay. All right, guys, let's talk about the game. Um, obviously, the Hounds had one preseason game this past weekend. They have two coming up this week. I think they have one actually tomorrow. No, Wednesday. My days are all screwed up already. Wednesday and then Saturday. Um, Shoes, Steve, you guys are at the Penn State game where we lost 2 nothing. Shoes, I know you have sort of a whole rundown here. Give us, give us, uh, give us what you got here, man. Walk us through what happened. Well, you could argue that it was uh, basically one in a a third preseason game. Uh, For some, for some reason, after the game, uh, they had decided uh, to play a little scrimmage uh, of another thirty minutes. Um, No refs. Uh, Lily and uh, it wasn't there. It wasn't Penn State's head coach. It was one of their assistant coaches were out roaming the field with with the players. Uh, so you know you don't have Lily yelling from the sideline. You have you, Lily yelling at you from all angles at this point. Um, so that was kind of interesting. They actually only ended up playing twenty like twenty four ish of the minutes. He just all of a sudden was like, "Yeah, I think we're good," and then they just, <laughs> we're done. It was like, "All right, this is this is definitely different." Uh, so naturally, me being me, keeping my spreadsheet, I of course had to add in as like a three and a half preseason <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, big takeaways: uh, Skylar Thomas played the full ninety. Um, Ooh. he's the only one all preseason to play a full ninety, including the goalkeepers. And I went back and looked uh, the past two seasons under Bob in preseason. Uh, the only person that played ninety minutes last year was Lungard in one game and two years ago the only two players to play a full 90 were tommy v and pratzner and they were both of the week before they got signed mm. i don't know what that means but hey welcome to the team you. skyler i was saying yeah your picks exactly. looking good shoes yeah yeah uh, well, yeah how about that <laughs> uh he looked good uh they the defense definitely i know i'm sure steve will agree this defense definitely looked a little little shaky at times this game for sure i mean you know everything can be taken with a grain of salt you know they're switching out pairings like crazy i don't think uh skyler had played with any of these players yet in the back line but i mean as himself he looks solid i think i can recall one time he may have been beaten um penn state was definitely very fast uh they held possession most of the game i feel um, as far as other things I had, the goalies were noticeably vocal. Uh, I don't know if something was necessarily said to them, but uh, Jenny Vicello was um, very, very vocal in the first half. Uh, Gomez was also vocal in the second half, but I haven't seen him play really, so I don't really know if that's his style or not. So that was something interesting. I know Danny played before, and he definitely wasn't as vocal as he was in this game. So maybe that's Bob just trying to get them to be more in command of the defense or the team in general, just trying to get communication a lot better. Uh, as, out of the new guys, Danny Griffin, he played the second half, and he played the uh, 
the extra game, if you want to call it that. And he didn't play much in the second half. He played maybe uh, the last quarter of the game. But he had a lot of speed and a lot of possession skills. I noticed several times he was disrupting the midfield for Penn State. Uh, really just caused them a lot of problems and, and took the ball, I think, two or three different times I saw him take take possession from them in the midfield. So that was kind of refreshing. And glad to see he's you know he's still sticking around because he looked pretty good from what I saw. Everyone else just kind of there was nothing to to really notice. Uh, Aconquo went in. He didn't get yelled at, but he didn't do anything. He looked uh, he didn't really look on the same page. Uh, Torre wasn't doing well. Um, I don't know where Albert Dickwa is. I haven't seen him at all. I haven't seen him on the sidelines. He doesn't seem to exist. I don't. I don't know where he is. Uh, I'm trying to think. Miles Stray. He got hurt. Um, that's actually what led to the first Penn State goal. It was the end of the half. It was coming down to the end of the half, and he pulled up in a non-contact injury. Um, maybe him, something with his leg, uh, and then he they took him out of the game. But when he went down on the field. You know, the Penn State guy was coming at him already. This blue right around him going down on the field went down and created the scoring chance, and they got the goal right before the half. Uh, both both goals were kind of – I wouldn't really put it on the goalies. Uh, the defense really just broke down uh, for whatever reason. It just seemed different this game than it has been the other the other two. So I don't I don't know what, what was up with the defense. Other than that uh, – Joe Bell wasn't very noticeable. <laughs> um, but How dare you? That might, <laughs> that might be because he's not the Joe Bell we saw. But hey, <laughs> outside you that, have to believe that's, shoes. That's all you have to do. Just keep believing. Just, just believe, believe that he's from New Zealand. Just believe that's yeah. the Joe Bell. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Steve, what, what, what were you thinking? What, 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 what were your takeaways here? Uh, if we don't sign Skyler, we're making a mistake. Uh, that's my takeaway from that game. Um, nobody else impressed me. Uh, I, I mean, at least none of, I mean, some of the, some of the signed players, I mean, I thought like we're doing what I expect to see them to do. Um, uh, there were a couple times that there were some nice things to see, um, in the first half, uh, 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 Bob yelling at Robbie to like give commands to other people was kind of cool, giving him kind of like, hey, you make sure that guy on the far side of the field is doing what he needs to do. So I kind of like seeing that, like empowering him to take some leadership. Um, uh, if uh, things continue to develop this way, our uh, our right side might be in trouble um, because Bob is not going to get things straight with who he's trying to talk to um, because he's got uh, Tony and an Anthony over there um, and he's used to calling Velarde Tony. Uh, so it was one of my two favorite moments of the day uh, where Bob uh, yells something to Velarde and he goes, Tony! And then he like pauses, pulls up and he's like, ah, Anthony! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other the other one was uh, I went over to the Riverside seating for that like extra 30 minute scrimmage afterwards and so that's the side Bob was roaming on um, and there was a, a point where like the ball came close to him and he kind of like this little hop step over and so I just kind of commented I was like oh man look at that footwork he turns around gives me a smile and a thumbs up he's like yeah I can't get hit by the ball 
<laughs> so so Skyler and watching Bob were were the highlights of Saturday for sure. Um, the other players, yeah, I just don't think anybody had a good chance to really show off. I will say to Penn State's credit, they look like they played a lot together and they had a game plan coming in. Um, they knew where each other were going to be. They knew how to make their runs. They knew how to put pressure on as a team. Um, so you could see kind of that that drilled nature of one team versus a team full of trialists and people that haven't been playing together for the whole winter. Speaking of not playing together for the whole winter, Tony Walsh played in this one, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. How did how did he look? A little tired, I thought. Like he seemed to be out of position a few times, uh, got beat a few times. Um, it, not that he was bad, but he just looked like he was a little bit of a step behind. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think he'll get there. Shoes, what'd you think? Yeah. This was uh, both all Tony, Dover, and Tommy all played their first minutes of the preseason. So they're all here. Um, Rapapa is, is not yet. He was the only one that I noticed hasn't gotten here yet. Uh, but, you know, Steve was right. I, I don't know if I want to call it refreshing, but it was it was different to see a college team you know, coming in with such a game plan and, and really, I don't want to say other colleges haven't really, you know, tried. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that, but it was, it was clear they came in with a purpose and, and they wanted to get something more out of the game than just, Hey, we're here to play a game. So that, it was kind of nice to see these players get challenged and, and, it, and it, maybe that's why, the defense kind of looked the way it did. You know, they hadn't been quite as challenged as they were. Like I said, Penn State had a lot of pace and a lot of possession. They really they really came in with a game plan, like Steve said. So that's what it is. And, you know, there's definitely some, some things they got to look towards here, for sure. Yeah, and Penn State's definitely the best college team we play. Um, I was trying to look it up because I couldn't remember what the other teams were. But I know Penn State was, like, top 20 of college uh, soccer, uh, Division One. Uh, They're in the Big Ten, and it looks like last year in conference they were ten and zero as far as wins. Um, oh no, I'm sorry, they were seven and one and one. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So I'm that's the best college team we're probably going to play. Not saying that we shouldn't even beat the best college team. We should still beat the best college team, but that's if the Hounds are playing them, not if a whole bunch of trialists and you know guys who never played together are playing them. Right. So yep. it, it's nothing to be you know worried about. It was just interesting yep. to know that they are probably the best opponent we're going to have besides the Columbus Crew this season. Yeah. Well, guys, it was just you know a preseason game. So as much as we hate to lose, we got to just sort of turn the page and and put this behind us. Um, the interesting thing was after last week. Uh, we had a number of players that weren't asked to come back to camp from week one to week two. From week two to week three, everybody was asked to come back, except for Sam Beak, um, if I'm saying his name right. So, guys, uh, last week we sort of made our picks for players that uh, we thought had the best shot at being with the team at the end of the preseason. Shoes, you took Skylar Thomas, who we already sort of talked about. Josh, you took <laughs> Mario Mastrangelo, who is still with the team, so the uh, the heart play is still there. Kev, Joe Bell, who isn't the real Joe Bell. Still um, there. Still, still he's, there. He's still <laughs> there. Shoes, you, you had some info. Like We learned this is not the Joe Bell from New Zealand, right? This is a different Joe Bell? Yeah, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not proud of the amount of research that I put into this necessarily. <laughs> but 
there was just too much that didn't make sense. So I did some some internet sleuthing, and uh, I just realized that the guy, when you look up Joe Bell, does not look like the guy that we had on the team. They posted another picture of him, like, this is not the same person. Close, but not the same person. So I did exactly what I should have done. I typed in Joe Bell minus Virginia, so that guy just didn't show up. And immediately, Joe Bell from the University of Wilmington popped right up, clicked on his profile, and there was the exact guy we had on the team. Now, he is a six foot five defenseman uh, from the UK. So, I mean, he, he's still a big guy. And, I mean, it's clear that that's what we've been going after as far as trialists on the back line. So, I mean, but like I said, he, he didn't do anything noticeable. Um, but then again, this is really his first minutes that I've gotten to see thinking of him in a different way. So. Are we sure he hasn't <laughs> been to New Zealand? Can we confirm that? <laughs> sure that we're, I, we're co- covering all I don't think I'm comfortable doing that amount <laughs> anymore. But if you want to, you are more than welcome. <laughs> Kevin on the show. Kev, um, under this new light, I just to be clear, I asked if we could have Joe Bell on the show with us this week and got no response from the team. So like that, that's sort of where they stand on that. Um, like who? Like really? Wait, 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 wait! Didn't they figure it out because of shoes detective work? Yeah, they, they may have. Yeah. I just so want to like, be wait, clear. This isn't the same Joe Bell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Kev, yeah. Well, I think the Bob knew. Yeah. Kev, I feel like because of this new revelation that you, we should give you the opportunity to switch try lists. Are you going to I take a? Fl- with you're Joe. staying with Joe Bell. All right, you're staying with Joe stay Bell. With Joe. Joe gotta Bell. Stay with Joe. Come on, I got. I got to be loyal. Um, I don't know. Hey, the the all the new information of being six five and being from the UK. I mean, that's that's good enough for me as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, yeah, he sounds great. So you're sticking with Joe Bell. I still have Thomas Gomez, which I'm still feeling really good about. Steve, you weren't on the show last week. Um, so, is there anybody outside those four that you kind of like that you think are going to be around? Or do you want to take one of those four? So, so I'm, I would take Skyler if I could take anybody. But if I got to take someone different, I think the one player that just watching his movement, watching um, his style of play, even though he wasn't really super involved in much, um, but seems like the type of player uh, that reminds me of some of the younger guys Bob has signed in the past would be uh, Jerry Wiltshire. Mm. Uh, just looks like he might be somebody that I could see Bob taking a fly on, and uh, he might end up being somebody uh, that ends up sticking around for a couple of years, like a Danny Rivera, or he could just be a one-off, like a Sammy Kasai. But that's kind of that's kind of what I see him as—one of those two types of players. He's another six-foot-four defender um, from mm-hmm. London, same height as Skyler. Mm-hmm. So yep. yeah, I mean, we got we need yeah. some defenders. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad pick. Guys, let's. Uh, we got Anthony Velarde coming up here. I'm gonna try to pressure him into giving us his pick for who he think will be around, who he thinks is gonna get signed or be around. We'll see. We'll see if he spills it. Let's. Uh, let's listen in and bring in Anthony. Anthony, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, last time we talked to you, um, it was pretty much a year ago. I think it was preseason last year. You were obviously going through your first preseason with the team. You're fresh out of college. A lot has changed over the past year. You know, what's what is the first word that comes to mind when you think back on the past twelve months, basically since the last time we talked to you? 
I mean, I think the, one of the biggest things that came to mind once once I saw that question, or it's it's growth. I think the biggest thing is I, I grew so much in this past year in different areas in soccer and in just life. So I think growth is one of those. That's that's the big that's that's the word that comes to mind when I think about this past twelve months. I think yeah, I think from obviously if you see the whole season, if you actually like you guys obviously pay attention to the the entire year. There's some people that watch off and on, you know, and they see. They see you play for a little bit, and they stop watching. Then they see you, they don't see you play as much, and they start asking questions. But for you guys, you guys watch. I mean, all year you see the growth of playing to not playing. It's like it's just a going from a three month season to a, a what nine ten month season. It's like people don't really see that that part of and how it can be difficult to adapt to that to be consistent for nine ten months. I think if we, you go from college to to professional level, it's uh, I mean, some people some people. They get, I think they adapt quicker than others, and then um, others obviously take some time. And I think I was those few that I think I was on, and then con- consistency. My consistency wasn't as uh, it wasn't that great all the time. So I think uh, just being able to have the mentality that I, now I know, okay, this is this is nine ten month season. I gotta progress into that 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 high level for hopefully a, a whole season this time. Awesome. So now that you've uh, you have been here for about a year, and you've kind of got a chance to explore the city and kind of figure out the town. Well, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not playing soccer? I think of now I just spend time with my family. I take my daughter to the library, do like just hang out at home. I think it's it's a lot different than last year. Obviously, I think last year I didn't have them here. I think with them here, it's a good distraction away from obviously playing football. And I think. It's. Uh, I usually just spend time with them. I, I. I like the city. I go around and see some, like some stuff around uh, when it's good weather. And um, I think, I think it's nice to just go and hang out. You, you talked a little bit about your rookie season already. Um, talked about growth. Talked about you know that trying trying to get the consistency. Um, you know, as a rookie, what? Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the numbers uh, are you know, eleven starts. Uh, three goals, four assists. I mean, that's that's a pretty, I, I, at least from the outside looking in. I know I'm sure you have your own uh, goals and expectations from the outside looking in. It's a pretty good rookie year, especially for a team that finishes first in the East. Um, what what was the biggest thing that you learned uh, last year in your rookie season, and and how might that impact uh, your second season here with the Hounds? I think I mean I learned to be. I think just being able to putting the work in day in and day out. I think uh, last year I was more of a, my training wasn't, you know, I wasn't the best. I think uh, I always showed up in games for the most part, but I think my training habits weren't as good as, as this year they are now. Like now I take training a hundred percent serious. I, I go all out. It's last year was, I think it was off and on. I would be there sometimes and also sometimes would be off. And I think there's a consistency, not just in games, but in also in training. I think that's what uh, I think, that's, I've I learned to I gotta make sure I gotta beat a, at a hundred no matter what. If you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to kind of ask a little more about the the kind of training level. Um, like what what brings that on? Is is it is it being in just a different environment? Is it being in a maybe more like professional environment with with veterans like Kevin Kerr who was around who obviously isn't anymore? Um, what what kind of you know, is there something you can attribute that that training level change to, or was it just something as like your personal growth? Okay, you're realizing you're in the USL now. You have to step up your own game independently. 
Yeah, I think uh, I, mean, I think I was used to uh, in college. I, I was able to pass by just strolling around, and you know, just obviously when you're, you're a little higher level than most players in the college team, I think you you get you get accustomed to just chilling and training, and then when game time, obviously you 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 go up a hundred. But then you see these players like Kevin Kirk and Arthur Forbes, uh, older players Stephen, that I put hundred percent day in and day out. I think you you learn that you have to make sure you put in the work in during the week so you can see the results in the weekend. So speaking of training with uh with the off season, has training like changed for you in the off season? Are you are you what was your like I don't know, uh routine you would do during the off season to stay in shape? Oh well I obviously I took my I took my time to uh get get a little break, but I think I started I think a month and a half out of before we actually came in. I think I got a trainer to work on my uh, speed, agility, and uh, mostly strength. I think uh, that's why uh, I, I got a trainer for that. And obviously, uh, touching on the ball is always um, always the uh, number one thing I have to do. And then, uh, But I think more of the physicality is what I really, really focused on this offseason. One of the things that always goes through my mind, and, and I think I was, I was thinking about you, I was thinking about Robbie um, in this scenario, but... Obviously, you guys, when, when you signed last year, it was for a, a one-year deal with an option for the following year. So I'm, I'm picturing you guys as rookies sort of getting towards the end of the season, not really sure what's going on. You have Bob Lilly as your coach, and I'm just sort of imagining, like, does he just sort of leave you guys hanging so you don't really know what your fate is? Like, does he call you into the office on, like, this fateful day and you're just, like, all nervous and shaky because you don't know if you're coming back? How did that? How does that all play out once you get to the end of the season to find out that, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to be back with the team next year? Um, I think, uh, well, I mean, I knew before I left back to California that he already had a pretty good idea that I was going to come back. I wasn't sure if he was going to obviously uh, – the things were going into the contract and stuff like that. I handled with my agent and stuff like that. But I mean, I found out, I think for sure, for sure, like, I think uh, uh, like maybe two, three weeks right after the season was over. So I knew pretty early on. So, so I, I, so I had time to prepare myself. I had time for all this stuff. So I think, yeah, like two, three weeks, I think I, I, I knew, but I, I mean, obviously before I left, I had a good idea of what was going to happen. Is that something where he like, he calls you up and says, Hey, we want you back. Or is it just like your agent goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll be back in Pittsburgh next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, I signed a, well, I signed a new contract. I don't know if it's even in the public, but it's, um, I, I it's not my option year. So obviously I signed a new contract for them. So it's, uh, so I have to be negotiable. My agent, he's the one that called me and told me all this stuff. And that's pretty much, yeah, he just gave me a call and told me, yeah, we signed a new contract. Boom, boom, did all this stuff. And then, um, yeah, it was for me. He, we, it was, I, I didn't really talk to Bob as much in, in, in like face to face. I think mm-hmm. uh, it was more of my agent, obviously doing more of that that kind of work. That's interesting. I like I, I have no insight into like that whole world and how that all works. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, but that's interesting, nonetheless. I guess just real quick in your mind, did you have any sort of? I, I don't want to say, did you have any doubt that you would be back, or were you sort of thinking of Plan Bs or Plan Cs if you wouldn't be back, or did it just all happen so quickly that you were just like, okay, cool, I'm back, I don't have to worry about those things? I, well, I mean, during the season, yeah, you have those thoughts of like, oh, are you going to come back? You don't, you never know. I mean, obviously, we had a good season. I think we we knew some players were going to leave to do big, like a little better, maybe better stuff, maybe they get better offers and stuff like that. We knew some players were going to stay. I mean, you have that kind of vibe when when you when you're around so with people for so long, you get that vibe. Of, okay, this guy's staying, this guy's going, this guy's staying. And I think, uh, I mean, I felt like I was like, I think 
70% chance I knew I was going to come back. I mean, he's known to bring a, people that obviously contribute to come back to the second year. So I had a good idea. But obviously, you always have that down. You always have to prepare for the worst. I mean, that's my mentality. So maybe that's how everybody, but that was me. Yeah. What, uh, just real quick, I guess, what was the message like heading into uh, this season? Was it sort of more of the same but better? Or was it, you know, we're going to try to do something new and you want you to be part of it? I mean, I think he was uh, just, I think more of the, I wouldn't say more of the same. I think he obviously is bringing me back to be a, a play an even bigger part than when I played last year. I think uh, he's obviously second year. I know what he wants from me. I know what he wants for me to do for the team. So I think it's it's a little to the same, but obviously it's he wants to see growth and he wants me to grow. And I think that's one of the biggest things that that he said. Switching gears a bit more to the the preseason and the players that are coming in and, and training with you day in day out, we've got a lo- our own little personal wager on the podcast about some of the unsigned players <laughs> in the training camp, about who's gonna who's gonna be signed, who's you know who's gonna who's gonna make it through training camp. Um, obviously, we're not gonna yeah. ask you to <laughs> be a part of that, but who who's someone that stood out to you in training camp that that you're thinking, oh, you know, he could, you know, he he, he plays on my vibe, he plays on my level. Um, I think. Well, I mean, I think there's for sure. I uh, love Skyler. He's a center back. I think uh, he's uh, he's good size, and I think Bob really sees uh, he sees something good in him. And I also think uh, Dakota. Can't remember his last name. I haven't been around these guys too long, but Dakota's a defensive mid. He's he's good in the ball. I think those two guys spot me on. There's a new kid that came in. Uh, his name's Danny Griffin. He's also. Uh, I think those three players are what I see. There could be other players. I mean. There's probably is other players, but those are the guys I feel like, oh, these guys are going to be able to help. But, I mean, I think everybody on the, on the squad can help. These guys, obviously, uh, they caught my eye. So, speaking of preseason, uh, you had a fantastic goal uh, last week. Uh, is that a sign of things to come in 2020 from you? <laughs> oh, I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think it. I've, those are the kind of things I, I have been working on. And, I mean, obviously, it's good to see, even if it's a regular uh, preseason game, it's good to see those things coming out and, Hopefully, see more of them with confidence coming up, with more rhythm coming in. Um, I, come, I I get better every week with rhythm and just getting comfortable on, on the ball and stuff like that. I think that's that's the goal to be to keep improving and to see more of it takes more of in, in interplay kind of goals. And I think uh, those are the those are the things I was working on off season. So it's good to see them coming out. So like. Do you set yourself like a personal goal for what you want to like as far as goals scored uh, or assists or anything like that? And uh, if you do, uh, uh, what number are you looking at this season? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I had I think if in league in league last year altogether, I'm not well last year. I'm gonna say my goal last year. My goal is to have five goals, five assists, and obviously in every competition. And if you count uh, the uh, priest, no, not the preseason, the U.S. Open Cup games, I actually hit that goal. If you don't count them, obviously I didn't. But yeah. it's whatever I I see it in the whole competition. But this year, obviously I'm gonna hit. I if I can get double digits assists and then get a couple goals, I think I had. I was. I think those are good numbers. I think if I don't get double digits and goals, I think that's that's fair. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a goal scoring machine, but I think I could. Uh, my ability in the ball to be able to give be. Uh, I just I'm, I'm unselfish. I always look for passing instead of shooting. That's just a bad habit of mine. But I think I'll get. I'll, I'm for sure will try to get a couple more assists, just to you know. I mean, I think those numbers help the team, and obviously it helps yourself in the, in the long run. Uh, 
I'll tell you what. I mean, you say that that you know you, you think pass first. There's one play that I can think back to last season where you tore up the field. You probably ran a good third of the field and went straight at goal. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever forget that goal. Do, I do you remember which one I'm talking about? I mean, that was just amazing. Yeah, against uh, Swap Park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was Swarpark, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, also, yeah that, those that those kind of those kind of plays. You just uh, you, you let you let the body go, and then honestly, I don't remember half the things I did, but when it's other nap at the end of it, those are things you gotta let just let your body go. I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird sensation when you're in that moment. You don't even throw the ball. You just you just run free, and then uh, it was just luckily that. I was able to put that away. It was probably one of the best goals I've, I've scored even in college. I think it's the best I've scored. That's awesome. <laughs> Anthony, I, sold you, I sold you short. I, I said, what, three goals, four assists? You should have like stopped me immediately. Like, no, 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 five goals, five assists. Let's get this straight. It's <laughs> <laughs> important. I, I think you guys are – I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys are counting the uh, US Open Cup. I, I was counting them, but, I mean oh, – you, you should. Know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, all comps. Why not? Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, we, we've talked a lot about your goals already. I mean, you know, being part of such a, you know, even though I think all of us, um, all of us, the fans, and I'm sure you included, we know in the dressing room and Bob and everything would have liked the playoffs to go a bit different. But finishing the regular season first in the East, um, you know, on top of a lot of, you know, USL power rankings, um, a, a, a very, being part of a very strong team in your first rookie season, what are you most looking forward to in 2020 with the Hounds? Oh, I mean, I think just excited to get the ball rolling again. I think I think I know what's what's how long season is. I know the the process, and I think it's uh it's 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 good to know what's 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 to come. Last year, I was unaware of everything that's going to happen. You know, this long season. Now I'm more aware of okay. it's, this month's out. Okay, we have two months left. We have we're mid season. I think those, those those things, those kind of things are are things that I'm aware of now. And I'm I'm just I don't know. I'm just excited to get the season going. I just feel, I feel good. I mean, I think it's it's a my hopefully it's a good 2020 season. We're gonna we're gonna get you out of here in one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you finish here with a, a bit of a tough question. So everybody always says, you know, we have them on. Oh, what's your what's your prediction for this year? And everyone says, oh, we're gonna win it all. Um, but what's something that you think is likely to happen that people may not see as obvious? So give give me a prediction for 2020, but you can't say we're going to win it all. Predict something else. <laughs> That's honestly that was the hardest question that I saw. <laughs> it's a tough one. I think I think obviously you always want to. Obviously, that's the the what everybody says. And I think I think it's just it's a it's going to be a new team. Obviously, I think new players. And it's just, I don't, we we obviously we already know what kind of team we are. We we press, we 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 work our 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 tails off to obviously put pressure on to make them uncomfortable. But I think, I think we hopefully to have more uh, interplay, more more of a uh, possession oriented. I, I wouldn't say last year weren't. I think we 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 had off and on uh, certain games we did, but I think we're, we have a, a a team that's not as big as last year. And 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 the and size wise, so I think, I think, it's going to be. I just that's a very tough question to try to answer. I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I think you could say win the league. That's fine. We're, we're satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think you answered yeah, we're it. Try, pretty we're well. going to try to win everything, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think you answered it I think pretty you, well. You, you, I think, yeah, I, I think. Uh, maybe just not expect the size as as last year. We had some pretty tall guys last year. And I think. 
we have a couple of big guys, but I think we're we're, we're more of the short. Even if, if you look in the center mid area, I think we're we're not very tall. But I think we have a lot of a lot of uh, flair and a lot of uh, of ability on the ball, which is going to be I think something that might be a bit different. Because obviously last year we had maybe we had Dabo, someone that was a workhorse. He worked for us. He was a, he was a good he was a good ball winner. But I think this year I think we're going to have uh, more of a more just being able to pass the ball around and hopefully score more goals and, and combining and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, we we look at the trifecta of you, Kenny, and Robbie, and that's all pretty exciting. I mean, if we see the three of you in the midfield sort of working some magic, then I definitely predict good things for this team moving forward. So, no, I think that was a great answer. So don't don't worry. That was great. Um, but, yeah, man, Anthony, we love having you on. Um, it's always great talking to you. We want to be respectful of your time. Um, you know, thank you again for coming in and talking to us and giving us a little insight into what's been going on this season and – sort of confirming what everybody's thinking that Skyler is a player and he might end up on this team. Um, but uh, it's great to, to obviously have you back. We're all really excited about it. And uh, thanks again, man. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. All right, guys. So great stuff. Um, as always from Anthony, love talking to him. Um, he, like I said, sort of cemented the fact that everybody said Skyler is a player, so we should probably see that signing coming later this year, or this year, later this week. Um, Kev, he didn't mention Joe Bell, so, you know. Yeah, surprise. Surprise. Was really surprised. Were you surprised? Yeah. I was surprised. I was a little surprised. Wait. <laughs> Don't you badmouth Joe Bell. <laughs> you, I, look, the second that Joe, Joe Bell is... I got a team is... for you down in Knoxville. You come down here, we'll play. <laughs> we'll, we got a Sunday league team. We'll be amazing. Look, I, I, we're not bashing anybody. I have not seen any of these guys play with my own eyes. The second that Joe Bell is signed, we will have him on this show. So, like, this is not knocking anybody. This is just... You know, a little fun with Kevin. Um, guys, I guess anything from that interview that uh, that sort of surprised you at all? Anything that, uh, you know, was a bit unexpected? No, um, I don't think unexpected, but I, I would say that uh, it, when he was talking about the smaller team, it, it kind of, uh, my mind just flashed back automatically to Matty Dahlman. Five mm-hmm. uh, four, I think he was, and, uh, you know, the midfielder, and how many, he was like the leading goal assists um so yeah that's that's what made me think of that i was like oh yeah yeah he's he's not that short you know velarde he's five seven so uh, we've had short players and they've been successful yeah oh absolutely yeah you can be super successful and short um no i mean for me i what stood out to me was his his off-season training like that he's doing personally and he, he specifically noted about um doing a lot of physical work and it, I, that's I, that's kind of nice to hear I mean I, I don't know I mean it, it's one of those things I mean Josh you already mentioned the the quote-unquote perceived lack of height but I mean it, it sounds like we won't really have that problem at center back but um but you know it, it, it's it's something that can't really be taught it's only earned is that kind of physicality presence um and and getting a little bit more strength and balance on the ball is is definitely helpful um and so yeah to hear him say like how he's committed to that um is great and yeah i mean he he just he generally comes off as a confident player which is but but not like cocky or overconfident um the fact that he's like nope you know he knows he got five goals five assists he's gonna he's he's trying to hit similar numbers and try to get more minutes and i mean we we know these are these are kind of 
landmarks and goals set by everyone in the locker room. We had, when we had, you know, coach Lily on, he's talking about, no, if we can get to whatever, 64 points, we know, we know we could feel confident or whatever. So I mean, these kind of things happen all the time. And the fact that already it's in his mind, okay, like I got this last year, let's try to improve on it. And, um, yeah, no, I, I ex- big expectations, I think this year, um, for, for, for Lardy. Yeah, and I also liked how he was talking about, you know, last season he sort of came in and he sort of had the mentality from college and thought he could sort of take it easy. I immediately thought back to the conversation that we had with Kevin Kerr when we said, you know, what advice would you give to players coming in to have sort of a long and prosperous career in the USL? And he specifically said, like, you can't take a minute off. So for Velarde to come in and be like, I got to go 100% every minute of every practice of every game, like sort of shows that leadership sort of working its magic on some of these rookies. And and if what we saw last season out of Anthony was him sort of dogging it in practice, and now he's coming in like fully focused, I, I honestly believe that we're going to see some bright things from him. So um, definitely good stuff. Guys, um, I guess the only la- the only other thing I have here is, Josh, we got the uh, Steel Army AGM this weekend. What uh, What's going on? What can people expect? Uh, give us the news. Yeah, yeah, AGM's coming up. Um, it's going to be before the preseason game on Saturday. Uh, yeah, it's our usual thing. If you ever been to one, it's a uh, you know, slideshow talking about last season and then talking about what we have expecting this coming up season, and there's some cool stuff going on this season, some some changes. We, we have some awesome uh, plans and are already getting some things underway here. So, yeah, we'll have some announcements. Definitely make it out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then also if you have a membership or you already bought one or you're, you want to buy one, um, they're available. They'll be available at the AGM. So we'll have the scarves there and uh, all that jazz. And to clarify, do you have to be a Steel Army member to attend? No, no. In fact, I would suggest if you are just thinking about becoming a member, come do it because then you can kind of see what's going on, um, you know, what what to expect next season if it's something that you want to get into. So, yeah. And plus, it's a preseason game. So just come for the preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> just come an hour early, um, hang out, and it'll be a fun time. And you guys will be, what, upstairs? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to be upstairs. Yeah. yeah, they have the upstairs open for us. I, I believe we're going to have a bartender up there. So we'll actually have drinks beforehand um and then the kitchen will open up during the preseason game so if you want food you'll have to wait until the game starts and then go downstairs to the bar and we can get food sweet 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 well guys i think that's it like i mentioned we got two games this week we got a mid game midweek game and then we get this game on saturday um after the agm anything else at this point that you guys want to talk about i'm getting some thumbs up no i'm excited i just want to get the season going i'm ready for it yeah, I mean, you figure we're only, what, two weeks out from other teams having their first actual games of the season? So we're, like, three weeks out. So we've got a lot going on here in the next few weeks. Um, definitely exciting stuff. Obviously, we're going to see some more signings. There were some hints online today that we might be seeing another Hound signing sometime this week. I think what's most interesting to me is we're talking about a lot of these trialists, but at this point last season, like Robbie Mertz still hadn't emerged yet and still hadn't arrived. And I think even Tommy V at this point in his season hadn't shown up yet. So I'm still waiting to see like, who's that person that's going to drop out of MLS or drop out of something that Lily's going to snatch up and be that magic in a bottle. So uh, definitely keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be interesting. 
Well, thanks to everybody um, who obviously was on the show. Big shout out to Stephen Shoes for joining us to give us the scoop on Penn State. And obviously, thanks to um, Anthony for joining us. Like I said, we always love talking to him. And thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Looking for more great USL news, head over to the new BGN.FM, where we now have got over 100 fans that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. There's lots of great features that have been going up over there. There was a really interesting article that uh, Ira wrote about how ProRel could really work in 21. Like, not like fake ProRel, but like legit ProRel. you got to go over and check that out. Um, I think we shared it on social. But there's all sorts of great stuff that's coming out there constantly. Go check it out, BGN.FM. Otherwise, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.